You're listening to Death of the Reader. We're here to answer one simple question. What do you get when you take a classic Christie-style murder mystery complete with a cast of characters invited by a rich benefactor, an island hemmed in from all sides by storms, and an absurdly powerful detective who swoops in at the last moment to blow everyone else away? And combine all of that with a stylistically over-the-top pseudo-autobiographical musing on the nature of intellectual genius itself. I'd say you get decapitation by Nisio Wissin, but that couldn't quite do this amazingly esoteric text justice without reading it for yourself. Taking the unenviable 15th and last place in review season for this year, uh, Nisio Wissin is a Japanese author who has gone on to write some strange and spectacular fiction, most notably the manga series Bakemonogatari. Decapitation, uh, aka the first entry in the Zarigato cycle, was his first attempt at writing a piece of compelling fiction, and as such bears the marks of unguarded inspiration. The setting of our novel is an island where only the most prestigious minds may gather. The whole novel drips with the pretense that the characters we are following are the best and brightest minds in their fields, in the world even, when the author struggles to keep pace with them. We have a genius painter, a genius mathematician, an honest-to-goodness psychic fortune-teller, and then there's our protagonist, who is never given a true name and referred to only as E, an affectionate truncation of the Japanese word used to refer to oneself in first person. Throughout the novel, E will serve as our protagonist detective, with his super-hacker love interest Kunagisa, with the aqua hair bringing up the rear when it comes to information gathering and general antisocial skills. Though to be fair, almost all of the characters lack these skills when dealing with other people. They are almost entirely smug and aloof and serve to illustrate the narrator's points uh, when it comes to the nature of genius and how it can isolate you from the world, uh, physically and mentally. This is what the novel predominantly concerns itself with. Even when a murder is inevitably perpetrated and lines of allegiance are drawn between the characters, the elites on the island simply refuse to take the situation all too seriously. The rich host of the island, Iria Akagami, refuses to allow police onto the island and seems to be treating the whole thing as a game for her amusement. With the lives of her all-female staff, who incidentally the protagonist can't help himself from hitting on constantly, uh, to the safety of her guests, especially those who have come as a plus one, our narrator included. The murder itself is a classic locked room mystery, uh, drawn up with a sea of wet paint that couldn't possibly be crossed, which admittedly is a bit of a fun way to do a locked room. There's nothing saying in the murder mystery rulebook that I keep on my desk that it simply must be a door, a physical door locked with a key. Uh, unfortunately, the novel sometimes stumbles by thinking it's a little bit smarter than it really is. Uh, this mystery is blown open relatively easily and quickly. Uh, thankfully, this colorful canvas of death is not the only murder mystery that we are allowed to pick away at as we wade through the character dialogue. And oh boy, is there dialogue. Uh, some highlights include a critique of feminist theory by a genius at the top of our intellectual field, an overly complex discussion of different types of computers that makes very little sense on close examination or if you happen to have a close friend who is a computer programmer and it all knows what they're talking about. And a serious suggestion towards the end of the novel of brain cannibalism, which is far too late to have any 
credibility at all. Uh, it's kind of amazing what the novel things you can get away with. Its themes are heartfelt at the core, grappling with big ideas of what makes someone's life worth living and their opinions worth considering, which is a bit of a hot topic in the field of murder mystery. What with the overarching obsession of what is the ultimate truth? Who gets to arbitrate the truth? And how many points can I seal from flex at the end of each novel? Given that Nisiuasin was quite young when he wrote this, we can also take it as a, a fascinating look into his anxieties at the time. The concerns that the protagonist has about their bad memory, their inability to live up to the unachievably high standards of their love interest and their peers, uh, the fact that they dropped out of a prestigious academic course before they were able to have their glory recognized officially, which is a, a real event from Nisiuasin's past. Uh, all of these aspects and more throughout the story come across as very, very personal and should be treated with genuine care. That won't stop me from telling you that the entire thing is a repetitive, kind of obvious slog of a novel, but there is a core to it that is undeniably pure. Um, I should probably mention that, yes, we did in fact also watch the animated adaptation of the story. It wasn't great. It, animated by Japanese studio Shaft, it has all the visual grandeur and head tilting you would expect from them at the top of their game, but unfortunately it adapts the actual business and dialogue of each scene too closely to the source material to be particularly interesting as a companion piece, uh, and they clearly run out of budget by the end of the, of the final episode. They end up parodying their own production process in an embarrassing series of repeated animation sequences of a car stuck in front of a green screen. It's it's awful. They even managed to completely ruin my favorite character. So if you're looking for the real reason Decapitation is ranking last on the list this year, it's definitely spite. If you are going to enjoy Decapitation, you probably already know. If you're the sort of person who has heard this review so far and thought, actually, that sounds interestingly weird. It's a must watch because the world of fiction you open up for yourself by being able to cope with these absurd idiosyncrasies is vast and delightful. You're listening to Death of the Reader, your murder mystery world tour on 2SCR 107.3.